This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's a Madden Monday podcast with Tim Benz and Mark Madden here on Trib Live in advance of a Steelers playoff game, something I never thought I'd be saying about a month ago. Listen to Mark Monday through Friday, 3 until 6 on 105.9 The X, and you can listen to him talking about Steelers versus Bills in the playoffs on Sunday. Mark, how did we get here? Well, I'm not sure about that, but I know it probably ain't going to last long. Uh, Buffalo's a 10-point favorite. Uh, the last I checked, which seems a bit excessive, actually, but I get it. Josh Allen is a one-man gang, and the Bills have a pretty good defense. But one thing I'm going to emphasize all week, and uh, not least on my radio show Monday, is Mike Tomlin had very little to do with this. You know, if anything, he made it tougher than it should have been by not having his team prepared to win home games against New England and Arizona who both came into the game 2-10. and 10. You can blame Mitch Trubisky for those losses, as well as the Indianapolis defeat, but Tomlin made the decision to play Trubisky when Pickett got hurt, as opposed to Mason Rudolph, who was coming and worked wonders. As far who deserves the credit, I give the running game a little credit, and I give Mason Rudolph a lot of credit. He has just been unbelievable in all three games, and he should not only be the starter for the playoff game, which I'm sure he will be. He should be the starter going into next season as well. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't see how it logically can't. I don't think the second part is going to happen. I think they're going to go back to pick it. And I agree with you that there's no logical argument to make 
to have Pickett be the starter in the playoff game unless they've already determined that Pickett's going to be the starter again next year and they just want to get him playoff experience now? They can't do that. Tomlin would lose the dressing room. It would be insurrection, led by George Pickett. Although he didn't, uh, I don't think he caught one ball. I don't think he was targeted. Yeah, but they tried to take him out of the game, and and Rudolph used his other targets, and obviously the running game was real good. I mean, Rudolph was 18 for 20 in that raid. I believe that's an all-time Steelers single-game uh, completion percentage record. Uh, he's the best quarterback they have. And if they keep him, he's he'll be the best quarterback at camp next year, too. He's clearly better than Kenny Pickett. I'm not suggesting you award Rudolph the starting job for next year based on these three games plus the playoffs. I'm suggesting you award it to Rudolph based on Pickett's 24 starts up till now in which he has been absolute horse manure. It is kind of funny, isn't it, that we're even talking about the prospect of an open competition for camp next year based on what we've seen over this sample size. And look, I get it. It's two bad defenses and Baltimore's backups. True. But the only way that I would think you go back to Kenny Pickett next year is if whoever they hire as offensive coordinator somehow comes up with an offense that just is 100% catered to Pickett's skills that Rudolph doesn't have. skills are those? I don't know what they are. No, Tim, come on. That's science fiction right there. He stinks. How much evidence do we need to come in to know that Kenny Pickett stinks? He just isn't an NFL starting quarterback, and Mason Rudolph may not be either, but at least he's given us, in a small sample, evidence that he's better than Pickett. Oh, look, Mark, I'm on your side on this, but I think you and I are also both on the same side that they are inclined tremendously to not make themselves look bad and are going to try to justify this pick to all ends. Oh, there's no question about that, but you know where it could get really interesting? Hmm. Really spicy if Rudolph beats Buffalo, which I don't think he's going to do, but let's play the what-if game. If he does, there is no way you can't at least give him the chance to compete at camp next year if he stays, which leads me to my conspiracy theory where if he beats Buffalo, or maybe even if he plays good and doesn't, they don't try to bring him back by way of making their decision to start picket, no matter what, all the more palatable. Yeah, they'll do the Pirates thing. Well, we wanted to keep him, but the Vikings paid so much, or the Giants paid so much. But but I'm, I'm telling you, Rudolph, I mean, Tim, he's had a higher passer rating in these three games than Pickett's ever had. And Pickett's only cracked 100 once in 24 starts. Pickett stinks. And, and the sooner we say that out loud, Tim, I feel like it gives me a breath of fresh air every time I say it. Like it makes my crooked old teeth white. Pickett stinks. <laughs> Everyone out there, say it with me, Tim. I think my vision's getting better. Pickett stinks. I can feel my IQ rise. Pickett stinks. Just your IQ or anything else? Just my IQ, Tim. I just turned 63 last week. Um, I want to go back to the point that you're making. You gave a lot of specifics to kind of get to a bigger point that I'm writing about, which is there is a really circuitous route that they took to get to 10 and 7. But you know what? I went back and looked at it just to double check to make sure I wasn't remembering it wrong. I predicted them in print 10 and 7, third best team in their own division. Sixth or seventh seed in the AFC playoffs, 
And that's exactly what they are. It's just bizarre how they got there. Well, I predicted nine and eight. So, you know, close enough. Uh, The most amazing thing to recap something I said a bit earlier is that they made the playoffs after losing consecutive home games to teams that came into those games two and ten. Yeah, that's That's it. Unbelievable that they could lose two games like that, the teams like that, the way they did, and still make the playoffs. Mark, their strength of victory, like their winning percentage against teams they beat is the best in the AFC. And yet they lost to those two teams. They lost to Jacksonville, who didn't make the playoffs. And they lost to a third-string quarterback for the Cleveland Browns in DTR. And the Cleveland Browns have a higher seed than them. Exactly. Yes. So they managed the most unbelievable thing about this whole thing. When you peel back the onion layers on this is they went five and one in a division that had everybody finish above 500 for the first time since 1935. And they lost three games to the AFC South. Like, how does, how do you even explain that? Because it's awesome. No, I mean, like (laughs) it's entertaining uh, is probably a better word to use. And, And now they play Buffalo. And that's going to be a big test for for Rudolph because this will be by far the best defense he's faced. It's a top 10, I believe exactly 10th in yardage. It's fifth in scoring. And it's going to be tough to score points. And we can barf praise all over Rudolph. It does have to be couched a bit like I did before. Seattle, Cincy, two bad defenses. And Baltimore not playing Hamilton, not playing Roquan Smith. Baltimore played the JV. But, Tim, I mean, Kenny Pickett didn't play all good defenses. And then Rudolph got the ball, you know, got the job and started playing just good defenses. I mean, you know, I mean, just bad defenses, rather. It, mm-hmm. it just, I mean, Pickett stinks. There, I said it again. Say it loud. He stinks. And I'm, I mean, not proud, but that's what rhymes and what James Brown said. TJ Watt being out, is that the crusher? Is that the difference maker? Like when you say it's a 10-point margin or a 10-point um, spread right now, and you thought that was a little high, do you think maybe those extra two or three points are baked around Watt not being there? I think probably, but I also think that that Herbig and Golden can deputize at an adequate level for Watt. And I think if Minka comes back and if Casey's parole officer lets him play, uh, you know, that those are big additions. So I'm not sure the defense is any worse off having lost one as long as they get back Minka and KZ, although the best-case scenario would be to have all hands on deck. The Minka thing, if he's saying he's going to play, then okay, I guess we got to believe him up until kickoff, but maybe you should just have J.J. Watt disclose his injuries like J.J. did for T.J. on national television. I'm sure the Steelers were thrilled about that, by the way. Not to go off on a tangent here, it's athletes wanting the media out. Yeah. They're eliminating the middleman. It's like Travis Kelsey said, we're a bunch of jackasses. Why would you know they even do us, whatever that means? I know what he's doing, and that might appeal to some, but not me. And you know, if, I mean, I give Travis Kelsey credit. Great tight end, podcaster, suitcase pimp, Mr. Taylor Swift. He does it all. Well, look, no, where I was going with the Minka thing was if he couldn't be ready for Baltimore, if he does play, he's playing it further away from 100% than what I was hoping if they got this far. Yeah, but, I mean, if he can play, he's got to play. Like you can't, Oh, for sure, yes. He yeah. shouldn't rest up for the next week. Oh, no, I'm not saying that. I, I'm just saying, like, 
I thought he would be at least if if they can't get him ready for Baltimore, then he's probably not close to 100%. And he's still just gutting it out to get out there in the first place. Yeah, but Landon Roberts didn't. He did okay, right? Yeah, he did all right. Yeah, and, and actually, like, you know, if there's one matchup I'm glad they're not seeing, it's Kelsey against the banged-up safeties and the inside linebackers. But then again, Kincaid did a lot of good things for Buffalo tonight. The Steelers are 10-point underdogs for good reason. There's a giant disparity between the two teams exacerbated by Watt not playing. Last but thing. does turn the ball over. Yeah, he makes mistakes. He's really mistake-prone in the first half. Yeah, two picks tonight, 16 picks on the year. He does turn the ball over. And a fumble. He fumbles, too. Yeah, but he runs the ball, too. <laughs> yeah, he runs people over. Um, last thing on this, if you had to choose. You think they did the push-push tonight, Tim, where Leonard Fournette kind of got under Allen and threw him up in the air? He pushed him I over like the it. top. Yeah. That's I it. like it. They can call that raise the roof. Do you prefer that they play in Buffalo, or do you think it would have been an easier task in Kansas City? Well, I, I I don't know what the weather's going to be in Buffalo. Bad uh, in both, apparently. It might, might actually be worse in Kansas City based on what Tariq yeah, that, was that's saying. that's what I mean. I heard it was going to be worse. I mean, I think I think the bad weather always favors the underdog. Helps yeah. the underdog. Tightens it up. So I have no problem with it being at Buffalo, no. Who do you think goes to the Super Bowl knowing the playoff bracket now? I've got San Francisco and Baltimore. I think the favorites win. What do you think? i got San Francisco and Buffalo. Buffalo, Okay. I said before the before Buffalo went on their run, if they can make the playoffs, they'll go to the Super Bowl. I thought the toughest thing for them was to make the playoffs, and I think now they'll do like a, like a, what was that the 05 Steelers? Yeah, I think. I mean, they don't have all the games uh, on the road because they happen to do enough to win their division on the last day, but I think they're capable of going on a run. How about the uh, Penguins going up against the Flyers? I, I wasn't able to watch much of the Buffalo game. What'd you take from that? Well, you're not a playoff team if you're going to lose consecutive home games to Washington and Buffalo, who aren't very good, and I don't think either will make the playoffs ultimately. I know they beat Boston in between at Boston, but all that does is cancel out one of the crappy losses and leaves you with an additional crappy loss in a tight race. That's no way to make up ground or to establish yourself as a playoff team. Uh, Their power play just still abjectly stinks. And, Tim, for them to fix it, they're going to have to tear it down and start over. In other words, just live with the notion that maybe Malkin shouldn't be on it. Maybe Carlson shouldn't be on it. Try different stuff and make it better because it can't be much worse. I mean, it can't be about appeasing personalities, which is what it is now. And I know they feel like they made a big adjustment putting Sid up high on the left side. Sid needs to be up high. And by that, I mean right half wall on the mm-hmm. right side, not the left side, the right half wall. They need to just say, okay, listen, we can't worry about how you feel if you're not on it. The Flyers had lost, I think it was four in a row and six of seven before beating the Flames on Saturday night. Um, as far as where they are in the standings, I guess they're still third technically. They're tied for third in the Metro. Um, they're going to fade eventually, aren't they? I don't know. Like Couturier and Konetsky are playing great, and Carter Hart's doing okay in goal. So I don't know. You know, you know. Here's the thing: there are a few teams like, help me out here, Tim. The Flyers, Washington. Who else is in the playoff spot we didn't expect? Well, the Islanders. Not, yeah, Islanders. Right. Okay. So there's three teams basically, right? They're not all going to fade. Okay, two might. 
And then we got the teams we expected to be in the playoffs that aren't, like Carolina, Tampa Bay, uh, maybe Pittsburgh, right? Well, Carolina's now in, right, because they went on that hot streak. I think they're second right now. I think they might be, but you, you get my point. Yeah, yeah. All those teams are going to rise up. You're not going to have the three that should all leapfrog the three that shouldn't. So there's there's definitely doubt when it comes to the Flyers, you know, collapsing. But most importantly, Mark, and uh, I heard you talk to Colby Armstrong about this on Friday afternoon. The most important development in hockey is that Colby has held on to his New Year's Day Winter Classic streak for at least one more year, correct? That's right. 21 seconds into the 2008 Winter Classic, also the first Winter Classic. It's a record that will stand forever right there with with Will Chamberlain's 20,000 women. Imagine's 56-game hitting streak. I forget Gretzky's exact amount of points, just side 2,900, I think. I I think those are all unbreakable. Well, we all know Colby Armstrong had 19,000, right? 19,000 what? Women. Oh, no, no. He met Melissa in Wilkes-Barre and just, boom, stopped right there. Jim, <laughs> if you can find the one good-looking woman with a brain in Wilkes-Barre, you got to figure it out. <laughs> Mark Madden. He's on Madden Monday with me each and every week. And Madden Ben's unfiltered. Make sure you're listening at uh, catching the live stream, watching at 9.30 on the Facebook live stream at Trib Live. Listen to Mark Monday through Friday, 3 until 6 on 105.9 The App. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. 